Tomato Man. I'm joined by the 20-time champion, the two-time world champion, a legend to the Call of Duty scene. Give it up for the co-host of the flank, Mr. Pat Price, a.k.a. Aches. And then we're also joined by the next co-host of the flank, Mr. Parasite, the one and only another world champion, another staple to the Call of Duty scene, Chris Parasite, Patty P. Aches. How you guys feeling today, man? Feeling great. Feeling great. Uh, you know, usually I get to hang out with Chris on Friday evenings. Today was not one of those days. But other than that, I got him here. I, I like you, that. Tom, so we're ready well, to go. What do we do on those Friday evenings, Pat? You know, on the Friday evenings, Chris, we play X Defiant Insider Sessions <laughs> with a bunch of people, some devs, have a great time, test out the game, and uh, yeah, and get it ready. Get it ready. So I like so, that. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for the game to drop, man. I'm actually excited to play it a little bit. And I didn't know that you guys are doing insider testing like that. You were just telling me we that. We got to get no you idea. in there. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I mean, I have no say, but Pat, Pat, Pat definitely <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Get you in there. I can definitely get you in no, there. No, I'm down. That sounds like fun. And uh, we had a lot of crazy COD today, man. Pool play is finally over. Um, a lot of crazy shit just going down today. Uh, you know, a lot of the challenges uh, teams were turning up. Some individuals were turning up and, and I guess just making a name for themselves. But now one challengers team was able to qualify for bracket play. You guys surprised? Not surprised? What do you guys think about that? I'm, I'm surprised just based on how, uh, well, Toronto Ultra... Uh, North America started, but I'm not surprised as a whole. And uh, this is just uh, something before we even like keep going because I know I saw I was reading your chat and even like the YouTube chat. Yeah, people were shit on the M's, but truthfully, this is probably the year the worst year for like how put together these am teams you saw it with their um their like tournament that right. just like happened before that where they qualified for the pro-am mm. it felt like a lot of like it, it was it was it just wasn't um as competitive as usual like you had texas nation going on like you know seven peats in, in north america them not qualifying there's just like there's so many inconsistencies this year yeah. i think it's probably the worst year to gauge it um the am talent which mm -hmm. kind of sucked yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of individuals who have been showing up. But what did you think, Pat? You surprised by no by no challengers teams making it to the to the bracket or what? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, like a full squad of challengers, it, it's really like the NBA versus the college teams. I think mm -hmm. there's there's good talent in challengers, but when you compare it on a team level, it's a really hard comparison to make, and it's a, a big uphill battle for them. So I'm not surprised that none of them were able to to make it. But I, I, I mean, Toronto Ultra NA did have a did have a great showing, and, and I think some of those guys have definitely have a bright future ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I was actually surprised Toronto Ultra NA didn't qualify. I actually thought they were a very good team. And I, I feel like the way they didn't qualify was, you know, kind of sucks. It came down to, what, map count and certain things, right? Because they ended up 2-1. and one. Yeah, but but even then, I mean, both their games that were reverse sweeps. Reverse right? sweeps, so, right. So, I mean, like, it's hard to kind of take away from it. And we always kind of say that, like, if, if AM teams are going to take maps against the pro teams, it usually does come down to S&D. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is a lot of stuff, but, I mean, at the end of the day, ball don't lie. And Donnie yep. Temp. Donnie Temp closed it out and had his way. So. Oh, yeah. Paris was clutching up in the end. I'm not sure if any of you were able to catch that last map, but... Paris was going up against Toronto Ultra NA, and Paris needed to to either win the series or win two maps, correct? Well, they could have not potentially have made it. If Paris would have lost 2-3, apparently they didn't have that Fugaze yesterday where they got trolled on that map, where they kind of got that map stolen from them. It would have costed them. They wouldn't have qualified. So thank <coughs> God Paris was able to qualify because that yeah. would have been a whole clusterfuck. If because that whole lag out situation happened and they didn't qualify. <laughs> not yeah. sure if you guys saw Crowder's tweet. But let's switch on over and take a look and and, and look at this shit, man. Look at fucking hey, Crowder. What did he say? He said, now that Paris qualified, I'm the one who logged 
temp out dash classic nikki d was the one who who, who signed into <laughs> donnie's no account no nah, I, I could see it because if you think about it man there's probably a lot of stations over there where they probably warm up on and if he signed into his account and maybe somebody sat down and signed into it during the match <laughs> It might have actually, you know, uh, affected them. And then look, and then look at Donnie's reply to the tweet. Donnie was ended up replying with a closed fist selfie. Look at fucking Donnie's reply. This guy's an absolute animal. This guy. But listen, <laughs> Donnie Temp and the boys over at Paris were able to qualify, and uh, you know, barely able to qualify. So they but got bullshitted, and then they bullshitted the other team. They literally got a free tick. A free tick. They got a free tick. <laughs> and, and zero zero. So speaking of ticks, I could pull up this tweet from Clayster. This is what he was talking about with the ticks. But Clay came out and said, for those confused, it's the same tick system as World War II. When you're in the hill, you gain 0.1 to 1.0 seconds. It builds in increments, so they probably needed like 3.1 seconds, which registered as four points since it's not three. More than that left on the timer. I have no idea what the fuck Clay's saying. So basically, like, if if it's 3.1, you get that fourth second is what he's basically trying to say. Like, if it's over three, like, what, it gets rounded up or some shit? Yeah, I mean, regardless, they should probably just, like, add, you know, a number so that way you can visually see it. So, I mean, like... It just looks terrible for like the people watching. Yeah, it does, it it doesn't make sense like watching. I, it doesn't I, matter I don't, how it works. Yeah, at the end of the day, Paris was able to clutch up and and listen. Two players from Paris that I'm very uh impressed by. One is Tom Gravity. I thought he played a lot better in the last couple of days. I feel like he's definitely picked up his pace a little bit. I think that was my one critique with him is that sometimes I felt like he was just moving in slow motion and didn't move. And this, the last couple of days, it seems like the opposite. He's getting aggro, he's making plays on the map, and he's dropping numbers. And then Jimbo. Guy, this Jimbo guy, man, a lot of people were on this guy's head when, when he first made his debut, and he was dropping shitty numbers. But the last couple of days, I don't know what it is, but I feel like he's hitting form. What did you guys think about Tom and Jimbo and the Paris boys the last couple of days? I feel like they're, they're playing better. They were kind of icy, bro. They were. Um, I, I think that that first series kind of kind of pissed them off, and... Um, they just, they got hot and got into it. And yeah, I think all of them stepped up. Uh, the one person, I mean, who I still think is a big X factor for this team is John. I mean, yeah. he's not playing, uh, you know, anywhere what we think is his best. And if he can step up, I think this team can, can have a turnaround to this season. You know, whether they qualify for champs or not, I think they can, bottom line, have a big turnaround for their season. And um, the rest of them are, are doing their part. So just, yeah. just hope, hope John can, can fill his shoes as well. Yep. Will you agree with that, Chris? Anything to add on to that? Um, if anything, I uh, just want to apologize to Jimbo because uh, when he first joined the team, I was very uh, vocal how I didn't think he'd play very well. Um, and although he had a slow start, he's turned it around, um, which is which is which is good. I mean, you don't want anyone to fail, um, right. but it, it you know good for him. And uh, and hopefully, you know, he continues to show why uh, he deserves to be in the league. Yeah, I don't yeah. apologize for a thing I said. Pressure makes diamonds, baby. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean listen, man, you got to give credit where it's yeah, due. Yeah, you give credit where it's due, but I, I definitely think, you know, you got to get to the lows to get to the highs. You're right. Jimbo came in. It was his debut. And and one thing I did say when, when Jimbo was struggling is like, listen, he just started. It's looking really rough. He's getting, he's not playing well, but, you know, <laughs> give him some time and, and see where he ends up. And he's showing out, man. He's making impactful plays on the map. And that's all you can really ask for from, from your main sub. But I want to ask you guys a little bit. Uh, now that it's all over, pool plays all over, no challengers teams ended up qualifying for the bracket. But which challenger players impress you? Can you see any challenger players making their way onto some of these CDL teams? Anybody that you think call eyes? For me, personally, I think Scrappy made a name for himself, man. I think that kid is really good, and I like his attitude. I like his confidence. 
if none of those guys sign to professional teams, this case in point, Scrappy signing to the Toronto Ultra, yeah. I would agree with you. I, but I think knowing the landscape of this league and knowing the logistics of how these teams operate, mm-hmm. I think that was a, a decision that he will eventually regret because I think he's Agreed. insanely talented. And I think that was a situation where, you know, he he, he should have just bet on himself because he was kind of an unknown for all these players because they had not ever seen him before, mm-hmm. right? His situation was a little bit different than Havoc's because Havoc's been a pro before. People know what Havoc's about. But he was like an unknown factor. And, I mean, he had this pro-am tournament where he obviously went to Minnesota, won the challenger thing. Then he got the offer. I mean, he could have just said, give me three weeks and then I'll sign, whatever. But, right. Um, yeah, I think he, he you know, he could potentially miss out on a couple offers here that would have otherwise came to him. Or they bring him on to Toronto team. Or yeah, they, but or hey, they bring him in there. 20, but my 2022 world champs are looking good. And they're looking All okay. They're looking racket. better. I don't know if they're looking yeah, like crazy hey, good. We saw that bracket. I think they're they're poised for a run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we're gonna listen. We're gonna we're gonna tune in towards the second half of the show at the bracket going into the weekend and, and all that. But Chris, what did you think? Uh, there's a lot of players, man. I thought Mohawk is a name we haven't talked about much yet that I think we need to talk about. Hicks, he's been doing his fucking thing. Scrappy, who, I'm a big fan of Scrappy personally. Um, but what do you think, Chris? Who's impressing you? Uh, well, I, the, from the matches beans. I got to catch, he got, yeah, of course, he got Beans. Beans, yeah. uh, play, he, he, he seems like a very smart player. The He's got likes Wardy. Name, He's nah, I like name. Beans. I think it's super marketable, to be honest. I like it. I think it'd be, uh, 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 you don't think so? I think he can market Beans really well I, as like a, like a, uh, like, as like a fun thing, you know, personally, <laughs> I kind of like it. Um, but, but yeah, Beans is definitely one of them. Uh, I mean, like, dude, I mean, like, like, like we were talking about Jimbo. Jimbo just recently came from Challengers. Yeah, he's on a pro team, but like, dude, came from Challengers. He's frying. Mm-hmm. Um, you got who else? You got up Wardy. There? You got a lot of the... a lot of people in the chat want want us to say Wardy. People have been talking very highly about Wardy. Yeah, I was actually gonna mention his name. Wardy definitely played well, and, and of course the uh, the Toronto Ultra, the entire team, like the entire mm-hmm. team, uh, the, the the NA team played very well. Yeah. Um, they got they got kind of bullshit a little bit, you know. They didn't qualify. I think they Ball definitely deserved lie. to be up there, but you know, <laughs> it, it it is what it is. They all they all you know had uh, showed their stuff, so. They're all, they all played great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think uh, a lot of these players are just, it was a good opportunity for them to, to come out and, you know, make a name for themselves. I see some people saying, Gunsy. There's a lot of people who I think, uh, you know, were doing their thing. Mohawk in particular was able to get a 1v3 today against, uh, who was it, Boston, right? To close it out. And, and and listen, to see Mohawk doing his thing, people are calling him the next Illy. You know, it's funny to see. Um, but Mohawk's another one who we were talking about a little bit last year, right, in uh, in Cold War. People were talking about Mohawk a lot. People wanted to see Mohawk get picked up last year. And now to see him qualify for the Pro-Am and now get in here and, and make some noise is just, uh, you know, really good job from him. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about some of these other teams. Optic came in today, and they were able to get some dubs on the, on the board. They got a dub on the board in Jordan General. Played a lot better today, I feel like. He looked a little bit more comfortable. What do you guys think it was? I think maybe a little bit of jitters, just not used to playing with Optic. I think a lot of people were on his head yesterday, and it was pissing me off because it is very difficult to come in and play in the system, especially when you're playing some of the best teams in the world. But what did you guys think about it all? I mean, it's definitely hard to just come in as a fill-in, but at the end of the day, bro, he's playing with Skump. Shotzi and Dashi, like those are the three, like some of the three, like three of the best players, you know, our league has to offer. Um, I'm not going to sit there and say I expect them to do well, you know, after, you know, you know, when his first game, you know, get the little, you know, jitters in, you know, he wasn't yeah. sure if he was going to play. But, you know, after he got his mind right, like, you know, he did his thing. But like, bro, he's playing with some of the best players. If he, if he, you know, if, if he warms up for a little bit and he's not playing relatively well, then I'd be worried for him. But I mean, 
you know, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan's a good player. Uh, I definitely think, uh, he deserves a little bit more credit than he's given. Um, he's gone shafted for a while uh, from from his opportunities from the league. But Jordan Jordan's good. I think he's I think he's a solid AR. But you know, being an AR in this league is it's hard to get in. It's very hard. It is hard to get in as as an AR player. I feel like sub players are like more of like they're what is it? They're more needed in a way. It's hard for some reason. It is weird. We saw with Insight he came in and he ended up replacing Tony. You know, so we do see it sometimes. Um, but if you know if somebody's showing out and and they're making plays and whether they're running an AR or sub, they'll get picked up eventually if they're really good and people yeah. need to make changes. But Pat, what did you think about Optic showing today with General? And we definitely got to talk about Minnesota because I'm not happy with Minnesota, man. They don't look good to me, man. They don't, they don't look good at all. <laughs> that, mm. I mean, and I don't want to I don't want to harp on Havoc, but like to, to, I, to me, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed with this entire roster. Uh, I, yeah, Optic looked good. I mean, I, I think there was no way that team wasn't going to qualify for this bracket, regardless of, you know, who they had filling in. Ray could have filled in. Mm -hmm. um, General did his thing for, for what he had to do. That would have been lit, by the way. Um, if Ray filled in, that would have been <laughs> sick. That would have been hilarious. That would have been fucking <laughs> hilarious, bro. But, 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 I think, but I think Rocker's in a really tough spot going forward. Knowing where they are in the standings, like Major 3's coming up. Like, I, I, I think they're in a really tough spot. Um, but I do have a little stat I wanna I wanna bring up real quick for you guys. It's gonna be interesting. It it basically goes with our our challenger stuff. Um, challenger teams at the Pro Am Classic were three and nine against CDL teams. Okay, mm -hmm. in series. Paris versus CDL teams for the first half of the 2022 season. So qualifiers for one and two and major one and two mm -hmm. were two and eleven. Yeesh. So technically, the challenger teams outperform Paris um, versus CDL teams. That's just something to kind of. Well, I mean, it's also like, yeah, can can you really say that though? Because you know, Paris, Paris they came Why, out this hey, weekend and like, they, like, they took away business. Yeah, it's like, also different like because Paris, Paris say ball don't lie. They leveled That's up too. Lie, Paris Tom. also got better though too. Paris got yeah, better than you know what I'm but saying. On, but on top of that, like Paris, you know, would scrim against these teams, and you know they have less of a surprise factor because mm -hmm. um, a lot of the players, at least at the time when they you know first you know were a team, mm -hmm. you know what you're you know you know who you're playing against. It's it's different when you're playing against. Uh, even amateurs, where no, you just kind of know, don't no know what to players. expect. Well, no, 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 I, I, I know. I'm just saying, it's like it's different. It's just you don't really know what to expect. And I'm not taking away anything from from the AM teams. Like I said, I'm a very you know big ad advocate for the AM scene. But I mean, you can't really compare the two, bro. When like one team gets a scrim against pro teams and the other team, you don't even you don't, bro, you don't even know who the fucks on the roster. Like, yeah. but I don't even help, know what roles that, they run. That would, that would help Paris though in that argument. No, they're getting no, no. better practice. If you get better, they practice, are they are be getting better, better practice. But like, if they're just a shitty put together team, and like the vibes are killed, doesn't matter if who they're scrimming. They're just they're not a team. They're like they're they're chalk. But the other team plays yeah. them, and they 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 knew who they're playing against. It's easy to just beat them when you get so much practice against them, and you're just like, wow, these guys are shit. You go into the match with confidence. When you go play an AM team, you don't know who the fuck's that on matters. the team. You're just like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Yeah, and you you might underestimate them, and then you end up fucking getting reverse swept. Like. Like you know, by by the Toronto Ultra, uh, <laughs> like they did, like they did twice, exactly, like Toronto NA yeah. did twice, yeah. But let's take a look at this tweet coming in from Brucey after the series against Minnesota Rocker. He said, I just got hype shit talking with four kills, no bullshit. I was actually laughing because I saw Bruce laughing and seeing him get hyped after the he had just got pooped on so bad in this one map. It was only one map. He's been frying all series long. 
or the last couple days, but um, I thought that was pretty funny to show you guys. My man Dashy was, was talking some shit with like four kills, you know? But we got to talk about the Minnesota Rocket because Brucey's laughing at him, man. He's laughing at him. So what do you guys think is going on with this team, man? I just, I'm just going to straight up just ask it. What do you think is the problem right now? Because I think Priest has been under underwhelming a little bit. Um, I think Mike was a huge loss for them. Um, and, and then when it comes to to Havoc, I mean, Havoc's definitely not dropping numbers like he was in Challengers, which I, I, it's understandable. I mean, he's playing a lot harder competition. It's understandable, um, but, and it's but new, he's and he's new. Right, and he's also new to the roster, right? But, you know, they have been practicing for a while. Um, so what do you guys think, man? What do you think the problem is? Where are bro, things going I just, wrong? I just think the whole team besides Attach has been mid, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, even I agree. Like, bro, I just even I love, slang I love, wise. Uh, I love Standy. I love Eli, man. Good, good dude. Great player. But he's been mid, bro. Compared to Cold War, that guy was the hard carry, actual mm -hmm. super, super soldier on the map. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe honestly, man, maybe it's just not their game. But the, the, the only, the only like consistent thing that we've kind of seen, I, I don't mean to harp on him again, just because, you know, I, I feel bad. But Priesta has just not performed well um, consistently for a while now. And it, it, it sucks for the team and it sucks for him, but he's got to step it up if um, they want to even like start to improve because he was yeah. even like an issue last year with their consistency. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's all I'll have to say about it, to be honest. Listen, Minnesota Rocker, we'll see you guys in 2023 with Modern Warfare 2, but this year is chalked. You think no, I can't? You think it's chalk, Pat? I'm not talking about Nah, I can't talk about the, the year. There's four more months. No. They they making roster change internally. They've had one guy play every role on the team. They picked up a player who, who they ran trials with, thought was going to be the success. Comes into the pro am, averages a point eight. None of them can perform consistently. Their superstars are mid. Attaches somehow their best player and having to run a main AR is chalk, bro. We'll see bro, you guys they next dropped, year. They dropped the guy. The, they dropped the never chalked guy, bro. That's that's his shit. Yeah, yeah now it's chalk, bro. They, they, got, <laughs> they got rid of him. Like what? They dropped the never chalked guy and now it's chalked. <laughs> you know? Um. Yeah. I I I definitely think maybe the major maniac change was was a little bit of a mistake just because I think he brought a lot of leadership to the team. I think Mike was like a backbone for them. So for me, it's like, you know, I don't oh, even think, reason... I don't even think Mike thought he was getting dropped. Yeah, I think he was shocked when he got dropped. I think Bro, he was... think about it. The reason he got dropped is because his superstars are mid. That's why he got dropped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, they, listen, they <laughs> definitely, like. they definitely, the, the whole team has been underperforming as a whole, which is why I feel bad for Mike because he kind of got the shit into the stick. Um, but at the end of the day, they, they definitely haven't been performing individually. They haven't been performing as a team, but even individually, they're not getting kills. Like, they're not slaying like they used to. Stanny's a good point, Chris, because Stanny hasn't been looking like himself. He, yeah, has, yeah, yeah. he has, like, these little spurts where you're like, wow, he's disgusting. You know, like, Stanny has these spurts where he, st he still has it in him. You know, just on a consistent level, he hasn't been there. You know, he yeah. hasn't been there consistently. They're just um, mid, bro. Like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm with Pat. It's just like, I'd like to see them turn it around for the simple competitiveness of the league. But it's just like they, they keep doing these changes, role swaps, and nothing is, you know, there's no, nothing's giving. Right. So, I don't know. So, if you're, if you're a part of the Minnesota Rocker camp, are you guys making more changes before Major 3? Are you, are you looking to change it up a little bit more? Are you looking to bring Mike back? Like, what do you guys think about that? No, I'm just I, I'm I'm figuring, oh, no, out, bro, I'm figuring like... out what merch we want to run in 2023. <laughs> I'm paying out these guys' salaries while they nah. continue to be mid, 
and i'm and i'm thinking what we're doing for a marketing for 2023 because vanguard is chalk nah chalked. they're not they can't chalk it up i mean they can't they, they're still Obviously they're still they can't but it is chalk no nah, we'll see we'll see what ends up happening i just don't know if they're gonna keep the same team if they're confident maybe practice hasn't been going well i don't know practice goes well for everybody these fucking days but we'll see what what happens with them and if they end up changing but let's move on man i want to talk about la thieves a little bit they looked a little <laughs> better today they looked better. They went 2-0 and on the day. LATs was able to pick up a couple wins, and uh, and they were able to qualify themselves into the bracket. I think they face off against Boston tomorrow. What do you guys think? Did you think LATs looked better today? Do you think it was... Uh, I, I saw Kenny today. He still struggled with the stats, but one thing I did like about Kenny today is he was switching guns a lot based on hills and stuff. He was just kind of roaming and doing whatever he wanted to do, which I'm not sure how to feel about it. He had moments where he looked a lot better. But what did you guys think, man? What did you think about Kenny and the LATs boys today? I mean, to me, like, the switching guns thing, like, yeah, it can be beneficial sometimes. You used but... to do that, Pat. Yeah, but I, I think, honestly, Tom, I think that's more of a confidence thing. I, I feel like Kenny's just not confident right now in himself. Um, mm. I don't know why. I really want to know, like, how he played in their practice up to this event because, obviously, they made that, that role swap, but... I mean, he's just not the Kenny that, that we know, like where he can just take over games with a sub. Yeah. And maybe Vanguard's not the same game for that, for his play style, which is totally fair. But I mean, I, I, I still got to see this team be a, a slaying dominant team like they should be. Um, and they're just not like, yeah, they, they, they got to win against Ravens. I don't really care about the win against War. Like that's whatever. Um, the win against Ravens was solid, but mm. I don't know. I, I'm not sold yet. Yeah, I'm the same boat. I mean, they they beat Ravens, great on them, but you know, Ravens also just made a, a recent change. Yeah. Um, Harry's disgusting, by the way, and uh, they beat War, the AM team, which is no offense to them, but like it's kind I'm of. Pretty sure War was out when they played them. War was oh, like done. Okay, well, yeah, even but even better, like even better selling the case. Like I'm I'm not sold. Still, we've been harping on this LA Thieves team for a while. Been harping um, on a still, lot of teams for a while, yeah, man. They they still got a lot to prove, but you see it sometimes. They just. They, they, I've said it before, bro. These guys just have no ice most of the time, bro. Like they don't even look bad sometimes. They feel, I feel like they're competitive, and then they just troll. Like they just, bro, choke. they go five yeah. zero. I go and get a drink, and they lose the map. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, it is weird. That's a really good way to put it, Chris. They have, they compete with teams, and they look like they're they're gonna beat them, and they're competing with them, and it's like tough tough matches for like people don't like playing LATs. Like they're a good team to play. Like they're a hard team to play against. But when it comes to those final moments where you have to clutch up and execute and just and just clutch up and win the game, it just yeah. seems like they can't they can't do it. And I think Draws is a lot better on the flex. I actually like Draws on the flex. I don't mind him on the flex. I feel I don't like think he, he's been their problem at all though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, personally, this whole year, I think he's been solid and. I'm whatever role he played i was i was always worried for him as like a just like one as a friend and two just watching it's like you know that thieves is having problems and like you look at the team and they're superstars right and draza yeah. draza i've talked to him a lot during his off seasons you know he wasn't always sure where he was gonna land if he was gonna stay with the thieves etc etc mm. and like i just feel like he's so good and like he's rarely i feel like is the issue and why the team is underperforming mm -hmm. but he's also the odd man out because you look at the team and you have fucking octane superstar kenny superstar envoy superstar right and i'm just kind of always worried for him but like i'll say it 
every time. That guy's disgusting. He does not deserve to go anywhere. He can play any any role. But yeah, he looks he looks great as the flex. And I hope uh, you know nothing ever nothing ever changes with him. Yeah, uh, I, I I think LATs looked a little bit better today. We'll see how they go in tomorrow um, in the brackets. We'll see we'll see how they do against uh, some of these CDL teams. And again, it's a single limb, so they have to clutch up. And let's see if they can if they can do it. Um, another team you you had already mentioned it a little bit, Chris, is is the London Royal Ravens. They kind of play with a fill in. They haven't been looking like themselves, but to be fair, they've been going through a lot. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts on Harry and and the London boys? I feel like they've been struggling, man. And they've been going through a lot of bullshit, to be honest, with Gizmo yeah. having to go back and constantly trade. You had hit, you had uh, uh, different subs coming in and constantly having to change things up. So, you know, I feel for the guys, man. What do you guys yeah. think? I mean, I'll say it again. I think Harry's really good, but I, I was I was t telling you guys about this yesterday. Harry is actually a main AR, so he's got to come in with you know the flex role. Oh, he is a main um, AR. Okay, yeah, I he's a main AR. I'm not saying he's bad with a sub, but like his play style, he's a main AR. So that's going to obviously mess with the vibe of the team, depending on their map pool. They might be avoiding certain maps. I don't really know what's going on over there, but yeah, you got to feel bad for the London Royal Ravens. Uh, they start off the year hot, and it's it's just been downhill for for a while now, where they're just like constantly having issues you hear zero talking about their shitty practice and blah mm. blah blah and it just keeps piling on and piling on so i feel bad for them but harry is a good player i think harry's, harry's I like harry good. i think he's good enough to be in the league uh, we'll see how uh they continue to do if he continues to actually play with them they should have put harry in his element if he's a main AR. they should have had trey just run a flex or some shit i think trey could do it too yeah I, that's what i'm saying i've I think, seen him do uh, it. trey can easily run a flex i've yeah i've I played with him i've seen him run multiple guns he, he does it very well so i feel like they could have probably could have fit in harry where you know he's more comfortable he gets to do something he's used to doing just so he doesn't need to worry too much about like changing everything he does because you know it's difficult especially when you're coming into a team that you know nothing about um, I think it would have it would have benefited them to throw Trey up on the on the flex and then put Harry on the main. But Pat, what did you think? Any 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 thoughts on London? Because before we get into this next team, I think you're gonna have a lot to say about this next one. I'm gonna bring up. But what do you yeah, think about I, London? Not too much on London. I mean, again, they just got a lot going yeah. on. But um, to me, I mean, this team it just has such a high ceiling. But like a, a you know, they can be all over the place. So I don't know. I just kind of want this team to figure out figure out their shit and, and get consistent. So hopefully they're able to do that pretty soon. But as far as the standings go, I mean, they're not in, in you know, too much stress, too much worry. Yeah. Um, they can, they can have a, an off uh, major, for example, and not, not have to not be punished by it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the next team I wanted to talk about, I don't know if you guys know this, but Seattle didn't win a series and they did not win a respawn this whole, the whole last couple <laughs> days. They did not win a single respawn. Listen. I don't know how long y'all got to y'all need what more you need to see. They this didn't win a respawn, Pat. They didn't win a single so respawn. They're so inconsistent. Like they are not top dogs. They are as inconsistent as inconsistent gets. Mm -hmm. They didn't win a respawn. That is pathetic. It's so weird and, seeing a team with that much talent not win a respawn. Yeah, and and then you had you know, uh, granted it was the one series of the weekend that like didn't matter. We knew it didn't matter from the get-go. But to just go out and get smoked by Strike X and go home sad, like, I don't know, bro. Th this team is just, like I said. You they can't can, be they losing can, a Strike X, man. They, you can't they can lose stick a with X. this roster the rest of the year, but, like, there's nothing that's going to come out of it. Like, if you want to stay middle of the pack to the bottom, maybe upset a couple top teams, go for it. But you're not going to have any success with this roster. I don't know if there is a change they can make to get better, but at the end of the day, this team specifically 
is not good enough to, to, to for how much talent they have. Right. What do you think, Chris? What do you think the problem is? For me, I think they're talented. It's just the consistency part. They're not. They're, they're beating phase one week, and then they're losing a the strike X the next week. You know, so it's like, yeah. where where is the consistency problems coming in for them? Like, why is this happening? Do you think they're playing the game the wrong way? Do you think they're just not on the same page on a day to day basis? I don't know. It might just be like an experience thing because you see, you say it's a Pred and Sib, but like they die on. Pred and Sib's performance most of the time, whether yeah. they're able to pop off or not. And I'm not saying they should, they need to pop off every time, but I mean, they're also the two least experienced on the team when it comes to playing, you know, on the, on, in the pro league setting. So I, I honestly don't know. It, like I've, I've said this before about the team. It's like, I don't even know where they go if they were to like make changes to try to improve. Like, yeah. I don't see where they, they could, they could make any improvements. Mm -hmm. They just, I, I, just got to play better. Like, I don't, it's one of the, the, the fucking state of the league for some teams. It's just like, what the, okay, you're underperforming. You're inconsistent. But what the fuck do you do? There's like no other place to go unless you just take a giant risk and pray. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just the yeah. state of the league might, right now is hilarious for roster I might, changes. I, yeah. I might make, make a scrappy for Lamar move. That might make mm -hmm. them kind of gross. You're looking at, yeah, no, I mean, it could, but they lose their, leadership so or or maybe even like what's the story with i'm not and i'm not i'm not saying this should happen uh, lamar i know gets a little defensive when people bring him up and stuff like that but what about like gunless if gunless starts feeling healthy and stuff like that and they they may maybe they make a move to, for, for for pierce again yeah i was just I talking to big p he's starting to feel better LAG. now here's how you back on lag pretty soon lag yeah 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 well winless or not they, they got smoked so they struggled yeah, today is a, or the last couple is, days Gunless could definitely, you know, be that leadership type player as well. So, yeah. and he's also runs the same role as Lamar. So maybe that's something they might have thought about. But like I said, mm. I don't think this team needs changes. I just think they have inconsistency issues that only they can fix because the state right. of the league right now for roster changes is just comedic. Yeah, I think uh, maybe a roster change is going to be in, in the works for these guys. Uh, I definitely think Scrappy is at the top of my list um, if, if you're going to be looking for a roster change. But there is a lot of people to pick from, man, and I guess it's just whatever they need. But clearly something's not working over there. It just seems like they're not on the same page, um, and it's hurting them. They're just not consistent enough to compete at the highest level right now. Um, so we'll see what they end up doing moving forward. But Pat, you mentioned LAG. Asim had a couple, a rough couple days, man. He had a rough couple days. Asim was not playing like himself individually. The whole team looked a little bit, a uh, little bit off. But Asim definitely struggled, and just the last couple days have not been it for them. They were the major champions. They come in and don't win a series. Listen, don't I don't want to put, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but I could have sworn that before we went into this, Asim had said that they had good practice. But then when they lost, Slasher tweet out that they have bad practice. Mm, interesting. So, so maybe. I mean, I, I'm kind of, you know, I, we see it a lot, Tom, where teams mm. lose and they're like, oh, You're yeah. Catching practice, them, Pat. You're catching them, Pat. Practice wasn't so good, guys, bro, after we lost. But, dude, I just call it the Brian Saint, bro. Like, nowadays, like, it's just like, oh, he looks so good in practice. Like, <laughs> anytime someone talks about their practice never and the way up. they underperform, I just lose composure. It never I'm adds like, up. I don't, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, just go to the fucking event and play well, dude. Bro, I'll never forget. forget. You get shit on Saint. <laughs> Just got shit on, bro. Like, bro I'll be talking to uh, this dude. weekend. See you next, bro. LAG will be playing like NYSL in practice, right? I'll be like, Yo, Ace, how's screens go? Like, awesome. We're playing hella good. I'll be like, Yo, Porter, how's screens go? Awesome. We play hella good. I said, I'm confused. You guys played each other, so both teams hundred point club yeah, each other. Like, and sit in the scrim. Like, like anyone get smoked? Like ever? I don't know, but I uh, definitely. Yo, just saying, GGS. We were ass. Well, you, you next weekend. 
Pat, you actually, you say. can you actually see Gunless coming back in? Can you see that happen? They just won a championship with Spar. Yeah, possibly. And I don't even know if it would be for Spart. I mean, I think Spart proved okay. himself, but but still, I, I mean, I think, you know, if Big P, Big P is healthy and available to play, I think it would be a disservice to him to not have him on the roster, regardless of who it's for. I'm not saying it needs to be the one for one for Spart back, whatever. Um, but just in general, I think having Big Big P on this team is something that LAG should have on this team. Like, or Big Paul, P goes somewhere else. Or he goes Paul's somewhere hilarious, else. dude. Paul said we got smoked in screens. <laughs> because, because we know how the league. Because we know how the league works. Like, it's just gonna be a tough thing to get Big P off of that LAG roster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it is going to be tough, and I'm really curious moving forward. I was actually just talking to Big P during the watch party before we, we hopped into the show, and he's been feeling better, man. He got the surgery done. He's just kind of resting up now, and he's looking to get back into it and, and play with, with anybody, man. I think Big P just wants to play. Um, and you got to think with some of the ways some of these top teams have been struggling or some teams in the you know middle of the pack, lower of the pack, or whatever, um, you know, they're definitely looking at Big P and some of these other challenger players. There's no way they're not. So I'm I, I really curious say. to see where he ends up. I will say, even though they played really bad um, and, and lost, uh, I thought Kyler played well all weekend. So that was one thing that was good to see because we had talked about it before Major Major 2 was like how Kyler had been really inconsistent <laughs> for them and we needed to see more out of him. Mm -hmm. But he played well, you know, obviously at Major 3, played really well here at the Pro-Am. So, you know, it's good to see that he's back in that form because I think he is really important for that squad. Um but yeah, I think Big P, if he is available to play, should be on this team, regardless of what their four looks like, just because of how talented Big P is. Right. Think about the year that Hook had last year and all the rumors that were being said about him and everything that was going on. And he wasn't getting along with certain people and this and that. And now I feel like Hook's been really showing out this year. He's he's been He's been looking really, really good, man. Uh, and one thing I wanted to mention is, do you guys think that a lot of these players are playing better? For instance, Tom Gravity, Hook. Uh, some of these guys, man, are, are playing those S and D eights every night, man. They're putting that extra push in. They're playing the game more. Do you think that's a factor? Do you think players putting in the extra time, getting into the S and D eights, getting more reps in, playing late night, just putting in more hours? Do you think that's helping them? That Definitely. I think uh, as the years went by, even with the CDL being introduced, more money came in. I think a lot of people got complacent. Now you're seeing a lot of these uh, new guys, these amateurs, right, coming into some of these yeah. teams. And, and they might not realize it, but like the amount of effort those guys put in their hunger to win and prove themselves is rubbing off on 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 some of the pros, I'd like to think, man. You, like, you see, like I, it would for me, right? You see these uh, young guys come on your team and they're just, they want to win more than ever. And it, it might even like revitalize that spark within your because the truth is it happens yeah it's it's it doesn't it doesn't matter how much fucking money's thrown at you you lose your you start to lose your passion sometimes especially when things aren't going well but um the amateurs i think i think the mentality their grind mentality is definitely helping and uh, a lot of people are getting more involved in playing those late night SD money eights i mean I, re I i live with tiny and and I, all i hear every day is yeah, scre he screaming playing those fucking eights literally mm -hmm. in the living room and so. everybody who's plays you got donnie you have john you have tom gravity you got <laughs> all these guys that are playing in these eights Dra draza all these guys, they're playing so much better now <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they're frying i feel i feel like the extra push that they're doing is helping them but what do you think pat you think uh, that shit's helping them at all you think the extra push is helping I mean, them or you think it's fugues some some pro players are like don't overdo it don't overplay you know the people hate the eights day, it causes bad tendencies at the end of the day the one thing I can say is the more you play, the more confidence you build. And I think that's super important, in, in, especially in today's day and age. But 
just you know the fact that if these guys are grinding you know by by default kind of when you when you know personally that you're putting in a lot of time you're you're like automatically building up that confidence right yeah and i think that's probably one of the most important things even if they're planning and like shit on as long as they are confident that they're learning and and improving every day like yeah that confidence being built is always going to be a it's, positive. It's all about mm-hmm. what you take away from it. And and when it comes to like putting in that extra time with Call of Duty or just in anything, I think what matters is if you're having fun. If you're having fun. Because if you're having fun when you're putting in those extra hours, it's you're you're going to just take away more stuff like that. You should never force yourself to put in extra time if, if you're not going to enjoy it because right. then you're going to start to dread it. It's going to make you play worse and develop you know worse habits. But if you're having fun, um, that's like the best time that you can uh, – Put in that extra time. Yeah, I see people in the chat like Shotzi. Don't forget about Shotzi, guys. Shotzi's been disgusting. He's been good. <laughs> you know, it's it's not. I don't see him leveling up from the S and D eights. I feel like Shotzi. Yeah, Shotzi like, be going into those those S and D eights, just having fun. I feel like you know. Um, but yeah, that's the reason why we didn't bring him up. But listen, let's talk about NYSL a little bit, man. NYSL went three and zero the last couple of days in pools. We got a clip here after they won their match. Let's tune in and see the boys get hyped after a big win against Team War. Oh, 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 oh my god, let's go! You fucking suck! I don't know who the fuck you are getting loud at. I don't know who are you. I don't know who you're yelling at, bro. Holy shit. Fucking amateur. <laughs> Why are you guys talking shit, you fucking cheeseburgers? Fuck you. Ladies and gentlemen, Crimsticks letting him have it. Paul X letting him have it. Paco sitting it. Kismet sitting it. Everybody's all confused. But what do you guys think about a little bro, shit Crim talk? Crim is so fucking corny, He's, he's an idiot, bro. He's an <laughs> he's idiot, this guy. Idiot, <laughs> he's calling you cheese, <laughs> cheeseburgers. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. What you the fuck tell, is wrong with this guy? You can tell it's been a long time since players are able to talk shit mid-series and, and right after the series and look at each other because people... Yo, they we used to say a lot different shit than you fucking cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. No. People are stuttering. <laughs> people are people don't even know what to say, bro. Like, but honestly, I like I, it though. I, I like this is props to to the Belong Arenas. I fucking love the environment there. That place looks sick. Yeah. And like, definitely, dude. If I was there, if I was still competing, I would definitely just start roasting people. Like, First it's all, just the environment. It looks fucking yeah, awesome. People it's keep like, saying it looks like a local land, bro. Local lands do not look like this, bro. <laughs> like it's a it's a, maybe a small room like a local land, and there's a lot of people walking around the room like a local land. But when it comes to like the overall look of it all, like it does definitely doesn't look like a local to me. I, I think it looks pretty cool, actually, the little studio that they're in and being yeah. able to see the players talk back and forth to each other. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's basically like a land center, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a land center. But, but it's uh, a high end land center. That, yeah, that place looks the nice. Way they set it all, the way they set it all up, I <laughs> even like the, the kind of like the little stage they have on the alpha stream, like with the screens and everything. It just looks nice. I think they did a good job setting it all up. So shout out to the colleague for, for making this all happen because I, I think they're doing a, a good job obviously some some production issues coming through but i don't really that think that's that much of an issue on the producer side for things i think that's more of just the game i think the game is just fucking broken it happened once where the stream froze um and the match didn't lag out that was one thing that happened on the on the production side but other than yeah. that, I mean, it just seems like the game is just broken and people be lagging yeah, and, out of and it. And they're and they're not only handling one stream this time, by the way. Four. They're hold, they're right. f- handling four fucking streams, and they're interconnected in some sort of way because they mm-hmm. can easily bring on like the live feeds from each one to like whatever stream they want to. Yeah. So I mean, it, I'm not I'm not you know te- technologically savvy here, but that sounds fucking hard. So yeah. I mean, they're they're doing a good job with what what they got probably. 
Yeah, what did you guys think about NYSL? I thought Kismet looked really good today. He was switching lanes. He was making plays. The whole team just looked like they were they were on point. They were taking turns going off. Um, okay. I, I definitely think Paulie and, and Paco are, are superstars as well. You know, I yeah. like the core three that they got with Crim6 kind of being that That's bet behind them. I like it. Bro, that, like that, oh, that core three is godlike. Like, that core three is actually godlike. I, I'm actually mind blown that anyone that was of sound mind and body would decline to play with those guys. Cause that core three, <laughs> I don't care what problems they had, what internal issues they had. If they weren't watching VODs, I don't give a fuck. Those guys are gross. And mm, I bro, cannot believe that anybody of sound mind and body would not agree to say, yep, I'm joining those guys. Bro, you know what it is, bro? I feel like a lot of people kind of lost their faith in, like, Krim and, like, his ability to, like, be, a, like, a really good oh, player and, like, a leader. he cheeseburger himself. They got Hydra. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But I feel like a lot of people kind of, like, lost faith in that guy, bro. Like, and I, and I hate when people talk smack about him because that guy, dude, like... Yeah, remember this guy's the fucking goat, like actual goat, like mm -hmm. in terms of his, his tournament winnings. The guy can turn it up. He just needs to be in the right environment. You see him doing modern warfare, you know, with with some stars. Now he's got you know he's got Paul, who's looking like a fucking star on that team right now, and Hydra, who's repulsive, and he's fucking he's doing well. Yeah, I actually uh, I want to show some love to Kismet because honestly, and I know Kismet's in the chat, and I'm just gonna be honest uh, to kids in the chat and to anybody listening, I I didn't think Kismet was gonna make that big of an impact here. Like I, I didn't think I thought he's just gonna come on and just be you know you know just average. Yeah. No offense to Kismet, but then he came in and seeing the plays that he's making on the map, it's just been a while since I've since I've seen the bulldog at it. And, and yeah. doing his thing, man. So you, you know, needed. You don't think I was wrong. I was he wrong. Kiz. Fast I was wrong. And that's yeah. Bro, he could literally show up and drop a .5 every day. The fact that he's playing with as much pace as he has brings so much success to everyone on that roster. And, like, yeah, he'll have his games where he, he plays well. Like, it's just it's bound to happen. He's a, he's a good player. But, like, as long as he's playing at the pace he is, like, you know, this team is going to succeed. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think that was where they struggled was they, they didn't have people that were playing with pace. Like, he's just no fucks. Like, he's Not just only that, on though, the map. Not yeah. only that, Pat, but Kismet is a submachine gun player that communicates. And that is some of the hardest shit in the fucking world to do. Get because mm -hmm. being able to play at a pace and communicate exactly what you're doing and how you're influencing shit and when you're making plays feeds so much proactive information to your team that it literally just makes it so they don't have to think. Yeah, like, no, it, I, dude, I, I feel like Kismet has, has definitely leveled up his game over the years. Like, I, I, I've been impressed with, with the Bulldog, man. I, I like watching him play. And I'm happy to see him finding success because because when when Kismet first came into the scene, I was like, oh, man, like they're bringing in Kismet. Like, is it really going to change much? Like, I didn't know if it was going to impact the team that much, but I feel like he's bringing a lot to the team. And and I that's something that I caught myself just thinking about. I, I was wrong about that because watching it, Bro, I've been very impressed. That, and someone in the chat said, what was Neptune not playing with pace? No, he wasn't. Oh, people. <laughs> People look on the screen and they're like, oh, that guy's on a high sense. He's cracked. He's playing fast. That's not, that doesn't matter. Like, he had the least engagements on the team. He was not playing with any pace at all. People see like, somebody hit a slide cancel for absolutely no yeah, reason. Yeah, they're like, like, oh my wow. God, he's cracked. Like, that's he's so, such a turned. fast player. But that's not <laughs> what, what, what is, is values pace. Um, and, and we've always done that. Like, just how Kismet's play style, like, he's just really aggressive. Um, yeah. You could you could like be on a two two sense and still be a really aggressive player. Like it it doesn't matter how you if you look cracked or not. Like it's just about how you play and how you approach the map in the game. And I think Kismet is really succeeding in the role on the team and especially the role they wanted from a player. So 
Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to him. And, and yeah, I think this New York team, um, of all the teams in the bottom four, stand the best chance to, to turn their year around. I yeah. want to see how they play against like FaZe and like Optic yeah, when they got see what they do. And, and then, you know, that type of environment because they look good. Yeah, I want to see what they do against some of the top teams, but definitely, I definitely think Kismet's a guy we gotta we gotta highlight because I, I wasn't sure how impactful he was gonna be, and he he's been he's been super good for that man. But that's enough about the teams, man. We got some uh, some matches tomorrow, man. We got some really really good matches. No, like I said in the beginning of the show, no challengers team made it into the bracket. We go into a single elimination bracket tomorrow, guys. Uh, so what do we have tomorrow? The quarterfinals and the semifinals, or how does it work? I don't know exactly what's being played tomorrow. Um, but let's take a look at some of the matchups in the quarterfinals tomorrow. We got Atlanta going up against Optic. All the quarterfinals, and then on Sunday we'll have semis and grand. Right, four games on That's day one. That's what I'm thinking. That's three games thinking. on day two. Right, yeah, that, makes sense. I, that that makes a lot of sense. So uh, you know, we got some good matches, man. We got uh, Phase going up against Optic tomorrow. Got a little phase optic match. I think that's gonna be pretty exciting to watch. I know Optic's playing with a substitute, but it's always good to see to see the the two uh, big dogs going at it. You know, phase and optic. Atlanta three uh, zero. Yeah, you're gonna go Atlanta three zero. <laughs> you're going Atlanta three zero right off the bat. Quick, easy one point mm. fives across hey, the board. Phase has been looking good. Phase has been looking really good this uh, this weekend. I think a lot of people think they're gonna take this one. I- I'll go phase three zero too. I think phase. I can see optic taking a map maybe from phase. I'll go three one. Um, but I think with a substitute, I just don't know if they're going to be able to pull through. I feel like Illy's a big, a big miss for Optic, man. They need Illy. Illy's a big, a big part of their team. But what do you think, Chris? I'm just going to go Phase 3-0 just so I can piss some people off. Uh, but yeah, you know, Phase has yeah. got their whole team. Optic doesn't have their whole team. If they were to, you know, lose, I'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll, Optic we'll... fans, we'll see you at Major 3. You'll get about an hour <laughs> and a half out of tomorrow, and then we'll see you Major 3. Well, what happens <laughs> if Optic comes out and beat Phase tomorrow? Then what? You know? Congratulations! Like, yeah, shit, like, that's gonna be crazy. That'll be crazy. Yeah, I guess. Like, you know, knowing my luck with predictions, I dude, my predictions this season have been fucking terrible, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm be honest. So, <laughs> knowing my luck, uh, probably, probably will happen. Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's gonna be a big match tomorrow. I'm excited for that one. And we also got Boston Breach going up against the Los Angeles Thieves. I feel like that's gonna be a really good matchup because I feel like Boston. Uh, you know, they had their highs, they have their lows, you know, and, and they were able to qualify. Same with LA Thieves. How do you think this is this one's gonna go? I feel like you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with LA Thieves. You don't know if they're gonna come out and compete and clutch up or if they're just gonna get bopped on. What do you guys it's think? It's definitely a question mark, but uh I mean bro, Boston Boston's always that silent ass team, bro. It's like sometimes I forget their team and and then like the, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm watching them play and I'm like, Holy fuck, they're good. Yeah. It's like they're just they're just uh, you know they're the quiet they're the quiet killers of the league they're the yeah. they're the dark horse at all times but you know Boston you know continues to play like Boston they look fantastic for the most part they did get reverse swept by by Toronto uh, Ultra Academy but in terms of you know playing everybody else they, they you know they're they're a good team. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Who do you got, Pat? Who do you got winning that one tomorrow? Uh, I don't know, dude. I. This is like a coin toss for me. If if thieves come out and have some ice at all, and Kenny plays solid, they could probably win this series. But if if th- both those things don't happen, then then I probably am gonna say Boston's gonna win. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm probably gonna go with LA Thieves tomorrow. I don't know what it is. I just feel like today they looked a little bit better. Maybe they're gonna ride off that momentum a little bit. Um, and I just feel like they're due for it. I feel like they're due for yeah. a good series, a good W. So <clears throat> I'm gonna go with LA Thieves tomorrow. I'll go three two. I think it's gonna be a grueler. Um, so I'll say we do have to keep in mind that that Boston is the or are the Chicago Bulls, which means they can beat all the bad teams and lose to all the top teams. So if we deem LAT to be a bad team, then they're probably going to win this one. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see, bro. Then we get into the Florida Mutineers and Toronto Ultra. Toronto looked better this event. They've definitely been uh, kicking things up a little bit. Definitely seems like they put a lot more work into their heart point. But Florida's been really impressing me this event. Mm -hmm. I think the Florida boys look really good right now. Like, they look scary. Yeah. This is a battle of the most improved. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see just how much Toronto has actually improved. And if Florida can keep up this streak of of, of, of really good play. I think I think the big thing that's turned around for Florida is we've always talked about it. Sky's an awakening. When are they going to both play well? Like, at the same time that's mm -hmm. always been that's been their issue um even like dave patty's been pretty consistent vivid you know he's been doing his thing he, he hasn't really got his opportunity to shine yet yeah but it's always just awakening in skies if both of them can play well on a map this guy this this, this team's deadly that's like that's so much slaying power and they've been managing to do it lately uh so i'm interested to see if they continue that streak who do you got chris because i got florida tomorrow three two I got Florida. They just look good. I'm tired. I'm, 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 you know, I'm one of those people that's been down in Florida for a while, but I'm starting to give them their shine. Hopefully, that's not, you know, bad luck on them because, like I said, I've had some bad luck. But uh, Florida look good, man. So I think Florida is going to take this one like three one, three three two, maybe. What do you think, Pat? These are your world champs here. Yeah, I got Toronto in this series, but honestly, something about Florida for me is I, I think Awake and and Skies have definitely stepped it up, but. I'm still not sold on this Florida team because when I look at their stats from their series, whether they win or lose, doesn't matter. Dave Patty throws up like the two quick stats. And it, it's so <laughs> perplexing to me because he has literally like 50 less engagements than the rest of his team on like every map, win or loss. And dude, that's just mind blowing to me, especially the pace that Vanguard's played at. It's like he's just sitting in the map while shit's happening and he's like just not involved at all. Like, no other team in the game or yeah, no other team in the game has a player that has those comparable stats. And from someone that played with too quick, like that's fine and dandy when shit's like going great and you're winning and out slaying and whatever. But like when games get close and games get hard and you got someone like just throwing up those kind of stats, it feels fucking hard. It literally feels like you're playing three or four. So I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think he's good. I just think the way he plays is insanely slow for this game. Um, so we'll just have to see. But hey, man, if, if it's working out for them at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Because, I mean, you look at the team in general, they have a really aggressive core three with Vivid, Skies, and Awakening. It, it, you know, it might it might not pan out versus some of the top teams, but, you know, lately it's it's been working out pretty well for them. So I'm not going to, you know, shit on them too bad. But as soon as it starts to become an issue, then, yeah, we'll, we'll probably we'll definitely dive into that a little bit more. But, like, dude, they have a really aggressive core three. So it's it's not the end of the world, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever works for them. I mean, it was kind of like Toronto and Cold War. It wasn't Insight like that, like super slow? At a point. Yeah, but he, he at least was like a 1.3 that was super slow. Like, yeah. Dave's like a 1.0. Like, he's just going like 50 and 50 when his teammates are having like 100 <laughs> kills and 80 deaths. Like, it just yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Dane's going to be, bro, some of these matches are going to be bangers. I feel like these are good matchups. I like the phase and optic. Boston LAT is going to be a good one. And Florida, Toronto's most improved. Like, I, I like it. And we got Paris, New York, which I feel like is a good matchup, too. Um, because these are two teams that were at the bottom of the league and they're starting to get better now, right? So I got New York that's looking a lot better. You got Paris is looking better. Who do you think is going to take this one? I actually think New York might have the edge here. I think New York might win this one. But the way Paris has been playing, it's a tough call, man. I think Tom stepped up a lot. I think Jimbo's stepping up a lot. Depends what kind of team we see. What do you guys got? Pat, we'll start with you on this one. You got New York or Paris? Yeah, look, look, ball, ball don't lie. And tomorrow, New York is going to wipe the floor with this Paris squad. 
It's not even going to be close. You think so? Gonna, you think they're just going to wipe the floor with them? It's not close. I think 3-0. There's just no one on this huh. Paris team that can contend with the, the power that NY actually have. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just going to be quick and easy done. Hopefully, it's the last match of the day and we get out quick and can hop on and get the flank rolling because uh, this, this Paris don't stand a chance. I don't I don't think. I think I I definitely think Paris has power, man. I think Tom's been playing better. I think if Jimbo and John keep playing the way they are, I think that's the most important thing. Donnie's been doing his thing, right? Tom's been doing his thing. It, the, the key for me is, is Jimbo and John. Are they going to keep playing the way they're playing and making plays? Because the way they're moving right now, they're looking like they can compete with New York. Yeah, they have a tall task ahead of them, though. I mean, they, they got fucking, they got Hydra and the Bulldog. They got Hydra and the, the Bulldog. They do got Hydra and the Bulldog. They do. So who knows? But I mean, I still think New York are going to win. Uh, Paris definitely looks better but we'll see i mean they, they still got a lot to prove we'll see we'll see how it goes so who do you got chris john 287 better show up i already said moment. uh i already said new york <laughs> you got uh, new york what like maybe three one okay then I'll, I'll go with the paris boys then i'm going with the paris boys tomorrow okay. i i just feel like paris has been looking good like just the eye test like just watching them play they look good to me uh i, I like the better they they look not just better, just more confident. They're not afraid. You see John and Jimbo just getting aggressive, making plays. Same with Tom. I feel like Tom was just playing so slow when he first came in, and now he just seems more aggro. He feels like he... I just feel like they're more comfortable now. They, I feel like their practices have been going well, and I'm excited, <laughs> man. I'm excited to watch them play tomorrow. I've, I've been a big fan of of uh, seeing Paris and how much better they're getting over these last couple of weeks, man. I think uh, you know they're going to show out. So I'll go with Paris, man. That's, that's what I'm going with. But other than that, man... Pat, Chris, anything else you guys got, man, from today that you want to talk about? Because I feel like we called everything. Unless we got some questions coming in from the chat. Chat, any questions that you guys want us to answer? I mean, I have already asked the chat for questions. I wrote down a few questions that you guys want answered. But, you know, we, listen, there was a lot of COD played today, 12 matches. Um, and the Tommy gun, yeah, the guy's the Tommy gun. Donnie's been using the Tommy gun. You guys see that? We talked about that a little bit yesterday, Chris and Pat, right, with the Tommy gun. Yeah. But, I mean, it, honestly, it's pretty good, man. Like, up close, it's good. Uh, I feel like it's definitely, like, viable User in certain in situations. Certain situations, certain plays. I think I think we just lost Haggy. <laughs> he just froze and liked that at the team speak. Yo, Chris. Yo, Chris. <laughs> Yo, Chris, you good? Yo, he's thinking. He's thinking about, about <laughs> any, any extra thoughts on the program. Hey, Chris, everything okay over there? Chris, everything he's, okay, he's buddy? Thought. Jesus Christ. But yeah, the Tommy gun, we'll, we'll see if Donnie whips it out tomorrow, man. It's a really good gun up close, but um, I don't know if it's is that is it's better than the MP40. I feel like the MP40 might be too good, but listen, man, other than that, man, sh uh, shout out to all you guys joining up and, and watching during the watch party. We got a lot more COD to, to watch this weekend. Tomorrow, we'll start analyzing and breaking down some of these maps again like we were in the past. There's just been a lot of matches these last couple of days with this Pro-Am, so... Tomorrow, we'll break down some of the maps, and we'll get into it, man. Single elimination tomorrow, guys, okay? You lose, you're out. So, it's all elimination games. All these matches mean a lot. $100,000 to first place. So, playing for a lot of money here, man. So, it's going to it's gonna be a good one. Thank you guys so much for watching, man. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, go to anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on. And go to at the flank on Twitter if you guys want to check out all the audio sites that we're on. And as always, man, it's an absolute pleasure. I see a lot of people coming in and saying Haggy tweet. What did yeah, he tweet? Haggy just texted me. He said uh, Nikki D signed into his Discord. <laughs>
Is that what he said? No yeah. way. Nah, chat. We can't be showing that on the TL, chat. Or on the flank, bro. Listen, chat. We're not. <laughs> hey, chat. We're not showing that. Look, he's giving a thumbs up. He's giving a thumbs up. Haggy's getting a little busy on the timeline. That's all I'll say. He's getting a little busy. Ladies Yo, and gentlemen. The... Thank you. Hey, hey. <laughs> Yo. Hey. No way. Hey, yeah, listen, oh, listen. Chris, what's good? You're listen, back, baby. Listen, he's back. Oh, he's back. He's, he's back, back and camp. shit. He's back. Oh, yo, here he is. Yo, he's not in the team speak, though. No, he's, he's here. Chris, Chris. What's going on with that tweet, Chris? What's going on with that tweet? Don't worry about it. <laughs> the internet didn't die. Uh, my, my internet no, died and I was browsing not. social media. What do you want from Listen, me? man, no, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't show that on Twitch, all right? Let's, let's Wait, head out of here, man. your internet died, but you were browsing social yeah. media? What do you mean? Uh, I he had his phone. He had his phone. TV, bro. I bet you were on that the whole time. Hey, man. I opened up Twitter. First thing I said, said Zuma. Hey, listen, listen, Chris, Chris, hey, Chris, they're loving it, bro. They're spamming waggies, man. They loving that shit, bro. Hey, you got to shoot your, hey, chat. At the end of this episode, man, the last thing I'll say, man, is shoot your shot, man. Shoot your shot. Hold on, I got you. Hold on, wait, wait. Don't end it. No, bro, stop. You guys are cringe, bro. No, no. Stop being cringe. Just let me rock, Pat, let him, Pat, let him rock, Pat, let him rock. Bro, you guys are cringe. No, man, let him rock, Pat. Bro, I'm never showing up to any of your playtests ever again. You're Lambo for the weekend. Oh, he's helping you, Chris. Not Chris. He's helping you, Chris. He's helping you, bro. It's just so helping, bro. Like, damn, dude, that increased my chip. All right, man. Let's fucking head out of here, man. We'll talk to you guys later, man. Thank you guys for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Anchor.fm slash the flank. Go follow at the flank on Twitter. And as always, man, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow on another episode of the flank, man. Take care and brochure.